1: of a plague-ridden world that ours is not a loving god and we are not its favored children the heresies of radolf bandwine coming january 2nd wherever podcasts are available
2: what's up everyone it's noah daniels and we're here for another episode of the cryptid countdown with joshua this should be a fun one. We're bringing back a blast from the past. Ashley Dawson is here. You'll remember her as the model, digital creator, all-around badass that came on our podcast. Gosh, maybe two years ago, Ashley? It's, it's
3: been
1: Number a three.
2: Day.
3: It was before my life devolved into chaos, but like shortly before. Okay. And now the chaos storm has lifted and my life is normal again, but completely different. Okay, well, yeah. The girlies that get it, get it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, yeah, we definitely want to hear all about that, but we're excited to have you back. And uh, Joshua, what episode are we on? Where are we on the countdown tonight?
4: Yeah, it's been a second, but we are on episode number seven. So I believe this is crypto number four. Uh, I'm not good at math. I'm a communications major. So um, if I'm wrong, y'all correct me on that. But uh, yeah, it looks like we're doing uh, crypto number four, which happens to be one of my actual all-time favorites. I actually think it should probably be higher on the list. Uh, but the Thunderbird. I read about that in South.
2: I think it was South Dakota where somebody was claiming that one snatched their kid and and took it He's up in it. the sky and dropped it, it back was, down.
3: It was North Dakota. Oh, no, North Dakota. You know, uh...
2: me. I knew it was yeah. a Dakota. <laughs> um, Dakota fanning. I wasn't sure, but uh, but yeah, that's a pretty it's a pretty wild one. Well, actually, I want to before we jump into the cryptid. You had mentioned that you'd had a lot going on in your life um, for the fans who maybe going, gosh, I kind of remember Ashley, what was her story? Her story was the one where she had heard a voice that had told her that her dog had actually passed away at home and she was at the grocery store with her mom and had, you know, uh, really tried to convince her mom this had happened and they got back home and sure enough, the dog had died. It was in the backyard And the voice, uh, I guess, had been proven correct, and you had some other stuff going on too. But I think that was the other stuff. Yeah, the big (laughs) part of the story. So, yeah, what uh, what's your life been like since we last Hmm. spoke?
3: I'm gonna give you the short version because I think that like hitting it bullet point by bullet point is just the easiest way to go. Okay. Okay. Best friend almost murdered. Okay, that's number one. Um, He suffered a traumatic brain injury. That was a whole thing. Um left a fiance. So I canceled a wedding. Granted, he never planned it. So like it really didn't exist. And it was a super interesting situation. Left him for my best friend, which I'm currently dating and live with and have been dating for two years. Um, And I went from not believing in soulmates to finding mine. So that was lovely and beautiful. I got my braces off on Monday. Holla, holla and i collected a few more diseases in the last few years that i've been talking about online because nobody talks about that shit oh and i found a dog tied to a tree
2: wow that was quite the bullet point countdown of of uh, several years of life if people want to check out your content what's the best place to go for that
3: probably instagram or tiktok and it's just lapin studios like l-a-p-i-n and sometimes there's an underscore and sometimes there's not. So good luck figuring out which app that's on because I don't know.
2: Okay. Don't know.
3: <laughs>
1: <That's>
2: <laughs>
3: for
2: me. Now we'll segue
4: to Thunderbirds. If right. be,
3: I feel like it's going to be terrifying. Like, what the fuck are these things? Please, Josh. Yeah. Joshua, <laughs> yeah. tell me.
4: Thunderbirds are kind of terrifying. I'm not going to lie. Um, I've always been fascinated with the theory of the Thunderbird because it goes back so far into indigenous culture. Uh, you see, you can find you know, thunderbirds etched into petroglyphs are uh, pretty much on the entire continent. It's not just uh North America or 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 Central America. Like it's it's through and through. And so I always found that interesting, you know, and and uh just the the I think it's I think they're so fun to talk about in theory because there's always a question in the back of people's minds, you know, are dinosaurs still here? Do pterosaurs still are are they still here? Are pterodactyls still around, you know? How can you really know? Yes. But the the descriptions of them are so powerful and fierce that it almost leads you to believe that there there's something out there that's that could could be a remnant. I mean, like an alligator in the water. You know, you could have the you know the the, the giant you know flying dinosaur in the sky. But um, I actually have a theory about what what they are. Um, <laughs> but they're they're a really cool cryptid, I would say.
2: Well, yeah, they're supposed okay. to have an 80 foot
4: wingspan, right? Yeah, I think like it's they,
3: 70, but it's 70. horrifying.
4: Like it can be up to that. So, like, yeah, because if you look through stories, there's been so many different accounts, I would say, of varying wingspans. But the common theme is like you see them really high, they come out the trees, and you know, they're they're thought to be rather peaceful, despite the encounters that have quote unquote taken place with them. But yeah, like I can't can't even imagine like a bird with a 70, 80 foot. Wingspan. I mean, that's or a bird like creature with a 70 or 80 uh-huh. foot wingspan. Well, you, that's like a, that's like an airplane.
2: Yeah, because a like condor is like 10 feet. And I would have thought that's huge. Yeah. 70 feet is like an airplane. I mean, that's insane.
4: I think it fits in, in kind of like the storytelling lore. I think that's what makes the Thunderbird so fascinating because you can take something that's simple with the big wingspan and you can fancify it. You can exaggerate its presence and you can exaggerate the the grace and things that it that it, that it flies with. And so I went to the zoo in Denver. I believe it was Denver. It could have been Cheyenne, Wyoming. Could have been Colorado Springs. I'm not really sure. But nonetheless, it was somewhere over in the, like the Southwest. And we actually went and saw an Andean condor in captivity. And I looked over to my wife and said, that is the biggest thing that I've ever seen. And I would be absolutely terrified if that thing flew out of the trees and looked at me. And... Having that same reaction really makes me think of, of, of what people could have seen when they saw a Thunderbird, which is very similar in description as well.
3: Now multiply that by seven and have it steal babies.
2: <laughs> yeah, Joshua, what do you think about that? That story um, that I, I guess we all saw uh, when when looking at this. I mean, a lady claims that um, a Thunderbird stole her baby right from her yard. How do you explain that
4: one? I, I can see that. I can see a buzzard like if it was a really big buzzard or a, a condor. I, I think I think condors are the culprits. I'll just go ahead and say that now. I think condors are the are, are the culprits. We don't have a lot of them in the United States, but that doesn't mean we didn't always have a lot of them in the United States. Um and I I, I was thinking about, I was looking, I'm I was thinking about looking at my child, and if she was out in the middle of the yard, like in a field or something, and a condor was like, ooh, you know, I eat, you know big animals already. So like, what's a what's a small child to me, and just I, I can see that interaction happening. Um Because my, my child's like not big at all. Like I, I <laughs> a normal buzzard is almost as big as she is. So um I don't know, I, I thought that was interesting. But I also think that, in my opinion, people do get caught up in, in kind of the uh mass hysteria. And once one person sees something, everybody sees something. And sometimes you can't have stories that, you know, maybe they're true. Maybe they're not.
3: Hold on. I think this kid was like six though. <laughs> like yeah, that's no. kind of a big size difference. Yeah. If right. I
2: remember, he was weighed like 54
4: pounds or something like I that. Yes,
3: he weighed 54 pounds. Okay. Does yeah. your, your daughter weigh 54
4: <laughs> <laughs> She's She's about a fifth of that, but, uh, okay. <laughs> she's about a fifth, uh, <laughs> Like a I, big softball compared to a bowling ball <laughs> fair enough fair enough um I, I think there there could be some merit to, to a bird being really hungry that day um but it's, it also it does kind of add to the lore, though you know what kind of bird do you have to be in size to see a child and pick it up 30 feet off the ground I mean 30 feet is is not you know small apples at all like that's a that's a that's a pretty large distance off the ground well, how Ashley, did he get you... it
3: back down? Like the kid survived, right? Like they didn't yeah. drop him.
4: Yeah, I think it did drop him. I don't know 30 how.
3: Thirty Would he survive that?
4: Well, it look, I. It looks like he did. <laughs>
3: it's a lot I of th- feet. I'm, I'm... I have to believe that these condors were like, let's just put this back. It tastes weird, and like lowered <laughs> him slowly into his mother's arms, and then took the family dog. Okay. <laughs>
2: Well, actually, I was going to ask you, because it, it seems like the Thunderbirds get kind of a, a bad rap, and maybe it's from the Condors. You being a marketing genius, how would you uh, try to PR the Thunderbirds into a good light?
3: Do this. Uh, you were looking for a PR package for a Condor that ate, tried to eat a child?
2: <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's go with that. that sounds good.
3: I would start <laughs> off by saying not all Condors all i got i'm sorry I don't, have, I don't have anything else it's too late at night
2: um, <laughs> I guess to, I, not all condors that's it. Not, guys, all, so. <laughs>
3: not all condors but like some which ones are the dangerous ones they all look like dinosaurs like how do we how do we uh how do we know the condors that are going to be friendly to children we don't
2: i don't even know in my head exactly what a condor looks like i mean joshua are these thunderbirds essentially just pterodactyls
4: yeah, well, you know, it's funny that you ask that because there are several, and I say, when I say several, I mean, there's like two different descriptions, but one is kind of like the standard, what you would see is like a buzzard, like a just a really big buzzard. So a condor is just a really fancy, you know, like a high, up, higher class way of saying a big buzzard. Because that's basically what they are. <laughs> they, so they wear they, like they, a fedora, and it's like, "How oh, you do, you do?" <laughs> yeah, smokes a cigar while flying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's doing
3: Um PR recon.
4: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, and and, and, and it, like whatever you think of like a traditional, like I, I guess in the South we have more turkey vultures than we do, mm-hmm. like so, like a, a vulture essentially, just a lot bigger. And then the other description very much resemble, resembles resembles. Uh, like a pterosaur um big long beak uh kind of smoothish uh in a way with with big gigantic wings and it's and the 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 indigenous tribes that saw this saw it in two different ways so like if you go to the pacific northwest they have their version and if you go to like michigan and the great lakes and you go to the like northeast they all have their different version and then if you go into like Canada. And alaska and all the all and even going down to south america and like central america they all have their different like slight variations like with both things most things like you know bigfoot has its slight variations depending on what region region it's at um and uh it it kind of fits like that but because these sightings of thunderbirds quote-unquote have happened not just on this continent but others um it really does lead people to believe that there might be a possibility that this could be just a, a living dinosaur, uh, especially with a lot of the reports that have come out, like over the past two, three hundred years, saying that I've seen a flock of these uh, come out the trees um, or Did they black uh... out the sun. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I a would imagine that they would. <Yeah>.
2: And are they I'm called sorry, thunder? I
3: believe in megalodon. If I believe in megalodon, I can believe in this thing too.
2: <laughs> is um uh, is the reason they're called thunderbird? Are there are their wings supposed to be so loud that they represent thunder? Is that the idea? Yeah. It?
4: Yeah. So that, that also comes with a couple of different theories. So when indigenous tribes would see this thunderbird, um, they they it would either it would either precede a storm that was coming on uh, coming uh in the area or um exactly what you said it would flap so loud that it was like thunder and that its eyes were so piercing that it was like it had lightning in them so it it just took on this this new like it almost took on like a fable form Hmm. uh and it, it became a thing of legend and storytelling and also it kind of came a became a beacon of strength in the sky um and kind of a protector in a way um despite you know
3: until it takes your kids
4: right <laughs> until it's the, the not all condors campaign <laughs>
3: it'll protect you and your house for one year for one child
4: <laughs> so obviously people
2: hunt bigfoot you know they they try to capture it on film and video i guess that's kind of the same thing but um do people also try to is there as big of a Coalition to try to document the Thunderbird, or is it mostly just kind of in fable and we just talk about it?
4: Um, out of time, there was, uh, especially when you had the big boom in like the late 1800s and kind of the uh, and especially like the Michigan, you know, like the Great Lakes region when people just started seeing a slew of them. Um, but that's kind of eased off. I would say, any anybody who's Thunderbird hunting now. (laughs) Like they're in a really small minority. Like it's a fringe group at this point because nobody's really thinking about the Thunderbird in the grand scheme of you know, especially in the rise of like cryptids, the Thunderbird is not one that normally comes up. I mean, you have variations or offshoots like the Jersey Devil, um, and uh, you know, cryptids like that. But the Thunderbird is kind of becoming a lost cryptid, I would say in my in my mind. I feel like people
3: just don't like. I, correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, the, the mass hysteria about things like Bigfoot really disappeared with the global pandemic and, like, 2020 and all this crazy shit. Because it's, like, all right, well, I never thought I would see that in my lifetime. So, I guess this, like, really large bird is probably real. Like, you know what I mean?
4: You know, that's a really good point, though. Like, uh, I know during the pandemic so much stuff happened. Uh, um, Wild as- shit yeah like and and the desensitization of, of uh wild things i think could could make you look at cryptids and say yeah maybe maybe not like megalodon yeah. talks went up for example and yes. bigfoot like fear kind of in my opinion went down some and well i mean UFOs, just look at
2: ufos yeah exactly yep. like it's become yep. so standard now for our government to release videos of it People were just kind of like, "Yeah, UFOs, whatever." Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like what? The yeah, <laughs> even the, yeah. The, we also the balloons. used to like,
3: yeah. We used to do this funny thing in this country where we thought the government was like protecting us, and it was all fine and everything was good. And there's things that work that like we don't understand, and it was like a process. Now after the pandemic, we're like, everyone's just hack jobbing this, aren't they? There's probably a thousand aliens in some locker in Arizona <laughs> right now, and like ten megalodons hanging by their fins, and some like ice pick locker in canada like you know
2: what i mean well there was some so, something that went viral on tiktok uh, maybe the other day uh where people had pictures of this group of i think it was like kind of indigenous people and they were surrounded by aliens did you guys see that on tiktok i, I did Aww. i saw that i saw it on facebook okay, okay. Uh, it looked very cgi-ish to me or ai replicated oh yeah but <laughs> You know, you definitely had those videos on TikTok where it was like, What do you think about it? You know, like doing the YouTube <laughs> yeah. voice, like that. that
3: Dude, the AI, okay, this is a tangent. I don't know if those are allowed, but the AI voices are not cracking allowed. me no. up. There is one, I'm a big Swiftie. There is one of Taylor Swift basically being like, I don't care if my tickets are over $1,000. Maybe people shouldn't be poor. And it's like, Not her. Like, she didn't say it.
2: Wow, all that stuff's so gonna hard? be a real problem uh yeah. like the deep fake content i don't know how yeah.
3: that's gonna I get regulators either.
2: sorted yeah i mean it's so easy even now with all this ai and beta form it like i use a lot of it to create content for the podcast as far as like uh you know digital content and it just takes me just typing in words until yeah. i get a yeah. couple things i need and then i can photoshop it all together but yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see where they're replacing like
3: human models with ai ones because they oh, really? say it adds diversity no it doesn't there are real diverse people out there you just want to save money by not hiring models and the, using a robot
2: <laughs> have they seen you in your cow suit like how could they ever replace that suit isn't the right word i don't honestly know
3: what... <laughs> i think thong i think that my <laughs> image online is probably what's causing them to Go a different path. They're like, these
2: crazy. (laughs) This episode of The Real Haunting's Real Ghost Stories podcast is brought to you by Wild Grain. Hey, everyone, it's Noah Daniels, and I'm here to talk to you again about Wild Grain. Our last shipment of Wild Grain was so good that my four-year-old cannot stop asking for more of that awesome bread with dinner. And I'm not going to lie, I'm right there with him.
0: shoppers get it
3: we need to just create them from scratch okay no
2: your pictures are so you have like the most unique uh style and like do you you tend to work with the same photographer or do you work with a lot of different um, the same so it
3: depends um i do have a couple of female photographers that i've known and are like close friends of mine i've known Mm. them since i started like eight years ago um, and then I do have like at least a couple hundred connections between Atlanta and like New York specifically that I've been working with and like know of. Um, and then some are like casting calls and then those will be photographers I haven't met. And yeah. But yeah, for the most part, like these days I kind of stick to a couple of like really close friends I know. Um, because it's hard like to to try to communicate an entire artistic idea to like a creative partner, like a photographer. Cause I'm not just the model, right? Like set design, wardrobe, stylist, everything. Yep. Like there's two people on set. There's me and there's the photographer. So like, if you're not vibing with that person, if you're not close with that person, if like they don't understand and you don't understand them, you're going to create some shit. It's going to be real weird, but not in the fun way. <laughs> so yeah. like, you know, <laughs>
4: that's a great point oh boy <laughs> that is a great point i've been there done that that is Oof. yikes <laughs> I can,
2: J- joshua's underwear modeling days
3: <laughs> dude i did i did lingerie modeling for a while and it was so weird because you stop be- like i had to stop i was like i can't post these things anymore because no offense but y'all know i'm not talking about you like men are so fucking creepy too mm-hmm. yeah, and then, yeah. Couples, yeah. too. couples would reach out to me and I'm like, go back to your lives. I don't know you.
2: My goodness. Yeah, I've never had that issue. So <laughs> yeah. My,
4: my wife's a photographer, and uh just as you get to know like the photographer community, not to like put them on blast, but I mean it is please what it do. Is. There's, please do. <laughs> there are some really strange okay. men who shoot photos. I, I'm just gonna be straight up. Like, mm-hmm. I, I've told my wife so many times, like, hey. I'm, I'm going to come with you on this one because I, you know, I, mm, no, nah, that's, that's, that we're okay on this one. <laughs> so mm-hmm. so I, I feel your pain on that one. Like, it's just like, just, just be a better person to people.
3: I, that's why I like with my side, with my like side gig or like my passion projects and stuff, like I don't work with, I mean, like I will work with male photographers and I have quite a few male photographers that I'm very close with and who are super talented. But, like, for the most part, if I don't know you, someone will be coming with me to set that day. And if I do know you, someone might be coming to set with me that day, depending on if I trust you or not. And then, like, in addition to that, um, I tend to, like, work on projects solely with the two female photographers I'm closest with just because, like, we have to spend a lot of time together and, like, intimate time together. Like, half the time, like... This past weekend, my best friend came over and I bought a $20 kiddie pool, filled it with water and milk and like got in it for like these photos, but like had to change in front of her and stuff like, and there are dudes that will sit there and watch like you can't you just can't. No, thank you. Joshua, we
2: should do that for some real hauntings promos. I feel like I bring the pool, pack? you bring the milk. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just
3: Josh and a like big kiddie pool of milk. I'm not and, like, a on at all.
2: On <laughs> Whatever it takes to get the clicks, you know, we got we to gotta get it done.
4: Um, <laughs> it matters. Yeah. yeah it does.
2: <laughs> um, well, actually, I'm curious, like in that cryptid world, is there any cryptids that you've always kind of had a connection to or been interested in?
3: my big shark man megalodon okay
4: like <laughs> he mega. has my
3: heart all right somebody made this okay i'm so weird i like horror movies and i like weird shit okay last of us is an obsession of mine right now as is everybody's but like megalodon okay i'm on meg talk all right and people get really confused because they'll be like i'm on swift talk they're like we know what swift talk is i'll be like i'm on mentally ill talk they're like woohoo depression and then i'm like i'm on Meg talk. and they're like what the fuck is that like megan some megan harry and megan i'm like no megalodon and this guy <laughs> created this ai helicopter that he was riding in and there was this giant ship and it looked so real there was this giant ship but just unreal to be unsettling there was this giant ship like going into the water and then this other helicopter all of a sudden like you see this fin slice across the water but the fin is bigger than the boat and you're like that's not the correct size ratio sir and so then this other helicopter (laughs) spins out of control and crashes into the boat you're like wow phew thank god i'm not that helicopter but then its propeller busts off and hits you and you go into the boat and then the meg the, it, it's underwater, right? So you're trapped in the helicopter, banging, 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 and then the Meg, you see it coming straight at you, and then he opens his mouth, and the screen goes black. thin, the end.
4: You know what's funny about that 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 story? <laughs> I've seen that video multiple I times. I knew you would have.
3: <laughs> I knew it because it had like millions of views, and it was amazing.
4: Yeah, it, and you're right. It was just un. It was just not real enough. For you to find it unsettling because it unsettled me. Uncanny, you.
3: Valley. uncanny yeah, valley. Uncanny valley. Uncanny meg sure. valley.
4: <laughs> yeah, that, that that got me. That, that do, you
2: it, do you share with the same obsession with like great white sharks or is it specifically the megalodon it, that it's does a, it?
3: It's a process. Okay. So they're my biggest fear, but also I, I just love them and I don't know why. And so... I won't go in the ocean because I respect sharks too much. I understand. Like, I understand that I look like a seal and I'm not stupid. So I'm not going to go out there and tempt fate. Just like, I'm not going to jump out of a fucking plane. I cannot fly. Oh, you have a parachute. Yeah. But put together by who? Anyway, my two biggest fears, heights and sharks. So of course, I'm obsessed with watching videos of both of those things. And this, um, I'm just obsessed with things that scare me, but I don't want to be in the real situation <laughs> like the most people. And so like great white sharks, I, the bigger the shark, the more obsessed I get, right? Like the 20 feet ones, holy shit. So cool. So like growing up, sharks were dope and I would read books about sharks and like everything like that. And then when I found out there was an even bigger shark, yeah, icing on the cake. <laughs>
2: I have a couple of those like a uh, megalodon teeth, like the old uh, prehistoric shark teeth or whatever. They're pretty cool.
3: Oh yeah. I have some of those too. My yeah. mom, my mom's a crazy woman, but like not in a bad way, and she would like take us, like the weird little freaks we were, to the beach and we would search for megalodon teeth for like weeks. I mean, like we would not go on vacation. We would go shark tooth hunting. All we would do would be like travel to different beaches all around that beach. And then when we ran out of beach on that beach, we'd swim out to a sandbar. And then we, when we ran out of that, we would find some like snorkeling boat. Like she just wanted to find these teeth and eventually she did find one. So good for her.
4: You, you know, what's funny about the Megalodon I've been sitting here thinking, and I've thought this for a while. I, I think the depictions of the Meg- Megalodon are so like ferocious, but if the Megalon, Megalodon does actually exist, it's probably one of the calmest sharks in, or maybe one of the calmest creatures in the entire, like, landscape of the ocean.
3: Yeah, like, where the fuck are you? waterscape.
4: Because he like, he doesn't bother anybody. at (laughs) all.
3: Right. If you can't find the shark, he's being real nice. Like, don't rock the boat. Literally.
2: (laughs) Well, if there are megalodons, I wonder if it's a thing where it's like the lopnest monster where there's, like, one that survived, or if there's, like, a whole gaggle of megalodons out there somewhere you know i'd
3: like to think that little meg babies are being born and instead of like being a cute little baby shark they're just like these rough and tumble shark toddlers you know what i mean like they're born at like 15 feet already they have like scars across like their lip like their mouth and there's like an eyeball (laughs) missing and it's like yeah that's baby meg
2: (laughs) so (laughs) going back to the thunderbird uh (laughs) <laughs> no it's fine i always like to find out where our guests are on the cryptid radar because i think we all like not everybody has uh, as much knowledge as joshua does in the field but most of us at least like there's one or two cryptids that we grew up being like oh this is bad
3: walkers and the sunflower eye children okay
2: did you say moonwalkers
3: i said the skinwalkers oh, the skin things walkers. that like yeah, yeah. if you uh, astral yeah. project they steal your body mm-hmm. and then there's also those kids with the black eyes and like cornfields yeah, like, yeah yeah They're absolutely those. No. look children are terrifying as it is why do we want to make them scarier <laughs> like
2: well you know joshua's got a 56 pound uh infant <laughs> at his house so watch out
3: <laughs> <Come> on, baby baby <laughs>
2: Well, Joshua, with the Thunderbird, if people do want to try to find it, where's their best bet to go out and stare up in the sky?
4: Uh, wow. I mean, pretty much any anywhere. Like personally, I would say anywhere like in the north, like from Pennsylvania all the way all the way throughout the Great Lakes. I think those that that's probably had the highest concentration, uh, at least in in North America, I would say, or the United States, I would say. So go up north and hang around pennsylvania there's plenty of there's like a ton of resources um around where you can find your or at least stare at the sky uh for a couple of couple of days a couple of weeks if, if that's your if that's your thing
2: and there's where do you
3: pennsylvania
2: yeah there is a lot of cryptid stuff a lot in pennsylvania that is that's pennsylvania. true and where do you kind of fall on the scale of believing if thunderbirds are real i mean i think it's one of the interesting cryptids where so many things have been named after it you know i've joked about the car a couple of times but they there was like a a cartoon in the 80s that uh you know is named after that there's several things in pop culture so where do you fall is, is it huh i was saying
4: zapdos oh yeah uh, i definitely.
3: was gonna say like which pokemon is this thing
4: <laughs> um I would say, for me personally, I think I actually I'm on more of the side of believing this this cryptid more than not believing it. Maybe not necessarily like all the like the the mythical properties or like the supernatural properties, but simply because like when it comes to things in the air and when it comes to things in the water,
3: um, we don't fucking know.
4: Yeah, and, and I, I would say I'm like an eight. Um, wow. And, and believing whether believing that this cryptid could exist in some form outside of just being a condor
2: yeah yeah for sure well guys i think we did it i think we covered the thunderbird um ashley it was so cool to see you i'd love to get you back on uh, on like a proper episode where we can really catch up but
3: i can never or- tell if like i did good or not because i'm so fucking weird and i never stop talking <laughs> So <laughs>
2: no, it's a perfect <laughs> recipe for us um yeah <laughs> <laughs> For people that, you know, obviously we've kind of talked about your modeling and different things you have going on. I do think your social media is like one of the cooler ones to follow. Is there anything that you can kind of hype up that's coming out soon or just came out recently?
3: Um, it doesn't really feel right to do that right now after yesterday. Um, I think I'd rather just speak condolences to the families that lost six people yesterday. Mm, um, yeah. Yeah. And just say that as a member of the queer community, we do not stand with the shooter at all.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's a very poignant way to put it. Um, well, Joshua, I will toss it to you and let you wrap up your episode.
4: Okay. Um, well, thanks for joining us, Ashley. Thanks Noah, as always for spearheading, uh, this, this really cool series. Um, that was the Thunderbird, y'all, and uh, I have some really cool, the last three are, are, are they're good, so just, you know, <laughs> that's all I can say, they're really good, um, and you're going to enjoy uh, the rest of these, these episodes like you have these episodes, uh, but until then, uh, this is the Cryptic Countdown, and we will see you soon.
1: Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice